Yep. Yep. All right. Welcome to Two Gals in a Glass Half Full. We are Dr. Jess and Dr. Bobby, two physical therapists just trying to live healthy most of the time and doing our best to see our glasses as half full. Some days that is much harder than others. So we like to interview others more knowledgeable than us on different topics, and we like to learn about things we do not know. So today, we are continuing our discussion on relationships, but first, Dr. Jess, what do you have in your glass? So today I have some seltzer water. So it is flavored with lime. It's just a strategy that I try and use to uh, keep drinking water, but then just make it a little bit more interesting. Uh, you know, something, something different. Uh, so Dr. Bobby, what's in your glass? I'm having some sweetened black tea, raspberry black tea. So trying it out. It's actually pretty good. I like it. I like, I like it. All right. So today when we're kicking off this, you know, month of relationships, right. And we're all talking all about different kinds of relationships and some are fun and healthy and some are not as fun and are stressful. So um, we're just going to open it all up. Uh, but we're going to start off with an esteemed guest. This guest is like pretty awesome. So in our house, we call her great grandma because this is my husband's grandmother and she has such great life experience that we couldn't help but talk with her. Um, so great grandma, um, tell us first, what's in your glass? Healthy water. <laughs> Healthy <Love it>. water. <laughs> but yeah, staying hydrated, super important, right? Um, mm -hmm. So um, great grandma, how many kids do you have? Six. Six kids. So how many grandkids do you have? 18. 18. Oh, how wow. many great grandkids do you have? Eight great oh, grandkids. Oh my goodness gracious. So <laughs> I, I can imagine that you have seen relationships start and relationships end, relationships continue over watching all of, you know, the different family members that you have. Um, go through and explore life, right? Mm -hmm. um, so today what we're talking about are people that are single and looking to get into a relationship. And what are just some uh, common things that can that we can look for for like, maybe this would be a, a healthy way to pursue this relationship with this person, or maybe some things that like you've noticed in the past that maybe like oh I see some red flaggy things going on here it's still so new um and just things that you've kind of noticed and trends over time so this is kind of the whole point of the conversation is um just talking with individuals that are single looking to get into a, a new relationship so as far as kind of where we're going to start off what are some of the like core values like how do we find core values when we're talking with somebody and we're just getting to know them, right? That's like, that's so hard. Like, hey, you're cool. Like, we both like to ride bikes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that That's that's fun, but that's not like enough for a relationship to really continue. Like, what are some ways that you can like, I don't know, talk about these core values and, and what are some of the values that you consider to be core in a relationship? Well, the common interests, you know, um, when you meet someone, somehow you feel that just by talking with them, 
you feel like, hmm, this without even, you know, uh, exploring and asking too many questions, just by talking with them, you're perceptive enough to think, I think I'm really going to like this person. Mm -hmm. But maybe the more they talk, hmm, maybe not. So <laughs> you have to have that uh, to engage and then uh, you'll find out more what you might have in common, common interests, whether it's just um, going to the park or going to a show, you know, mm -hmm. that you can both talk about things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think like really taking the time to have conversations mm -hmm. is important, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nice to have fun and, and go and do things together, but, and I just said, but I shouldn't say that, right? We, we've had a whole episode <laughs> about that. Uh, we should have fun and do things and take time to have some of these uh, maybe deeper conversations about things that mm -hmm. are valuable to us, you know, as, as human beings. Um, whatever it's that something you don't start right away. You know, you don't just meet mm -hmm. someone and start going deep. Right. I think you kind of have to do it gradually. Yeah. And then uh, right. you can go from there. Oh, for sure. Ha, great, Grandma. Ha, I, a good question, I think, would be... Can you just be, call me Leticia? <laughs> Leticia. Leticia. Yeah. Um, Leticia. The one thing um, I kind of, you know, I just recently got into a relationship. And one thing I had to learn was also what are my values, you know, like, mm -hmm. what am I looking for? And so I think sometimes that's hard when you get in a relationship, you think you're looking for one thing, and then you realize, like, you realize that's not what you were looking for. So do you have any advice for how, you know, you kind of learn what you want or what you value? Well, uh, based on my life story, mm -hmm. Um, my husband and I were totally different from each other. But when he died, we have lived 62 years of marriage. And wow. I think what made it, I feel very successful. I mean, we had our ups and downs is because we had the common faith helped a lot and the common values. We both shared a common faith and we shared the same values. And that really helps in the relationship. Also, sometimes when you talk, they say they're really two different things, a relationship and, and marriage, because they're two different things. One mm -hmm. is really the marriage part is a commitment. So it goes much deeper than with mm -hmm. the relationship, mm -hmm. because there's so many things that you have to just uh, um, experience and feel like... Uh, you have to be flexible enough, especially when you're two different people. Mm -hmm. Because even when you find there's no such thing as a perfect marriage, a perfect relationship, because you're two individuals. So one of you or both of you, if that's possible, has to be flexible. Flexibility is very important. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so what are like, so as far as things that are, you know, Bobby, what have you learned as far as some of these, th these values, like what, like, what did you go in with, with an expectation and how did that change? Well, I think like sometimes when you start your, you know, you, I, 
I'm not going to say you in general, but I, you know, most people, they have this like idea of someone that is going to be their partner and they have in their head, this list of like, I want them to do this. I want them to be like this. And I can say from my experience and I've in the past had people that made a lot of that list, you know, but it didn't work out and uh, grateful. It didn't work out at that, at mm-hmm. this point. But like all of a sudden, you know, this last relationship, it was it was different. It was someone and they were completely different than anything I ever could imagine. They mm-hmm. um, were not anything on my list, but ended up being way better than what I could have dreamed of and what I myself expected and wanted. And I think a little bit of that was a little challenging at first because for and I'm older, you know, so it's not like I'm in my young 20s where you're going through this, I'm older. And so for how many years I've like, Oh, I want to find someone like this, this Mm -hmm. and this. And then someone comes in and just kind of sweeps you off your feet, but they're like completely separate from what you were expecting. Mm -hmm. So it takes a little time to like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is okay. This is better. Like, you know, this is better than I could have imagined. So, um, and the other challenging thing is, you know, I just turned 38. Um, and, Yay! Um, <laughs> Leticia, my birthday was yesterday, so I just oh, had a happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but you know, you you're kind of set in your ways at this point, and I've been independent for so long, and there's certain things I need to relearn, and that was a little hard for me because I had to step my pride back. I had to step my myself back and allow someone else in and consider their feelings and consider what they need and it's not just all about me at this point anymore Mm -hmm. that's true Mm -hmm. so I feel like that was very you know still is a little bit challenging at this point being very independent and for so long Mm -hmm. and kind of trying to change those ways Mm -hmm. um, needed but it's a little Mm -hmm. hard to admit at times (laughs) but some people uh, go into a relationship thinking that I'm going to change that person and really, you can. You can change yourself, but you cannot change somebody because uh, that's a losing battle, I think. You can influence them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when you go first and then maybe you're too different. Uh, towards after so many years, you can find a big, you get to be a little bit more alike, you know, but not totally, you know, mm-hmm. because, um, but that will take so many years. Of being together and so change is I think I would say a successful relationship will be acceptance that's really so hard to accept somebody because um it's um like I said changing someone completely is not you know gonna mm-hmm. gonna be good mm-hmm. I think towards the end like my husband and I we're, we're just really like night and day like but um we we were very you know happy and um our family as Jess would say um just I can even say enough even now the kids are so great grandkids and I Mm -hmm. think that's not based on on me on but on both of us Mm -hmm. absolutely uh, uh what I lacked he had and I probably also helped him you know so it it, it's it's a good give and take Mm -hmm. but sometimes you might have to give more you have to accept (laughs) that in a marriage 
someone gives a little more than the other. Uh, and if you insist that it has to be 50-50, I think you're just plain wrong. People, you know, you would, that would be ideal. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes somebody gives a little bit more than the other, perhaps. And if you insist that, okay, all of, we have to, do, you do this and I do that and everything is just like measured, um, it just won't work. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're trying to constantly like measure the amount of input that it becomes this like this this um game of like well I did this and I did this and I did this and then it's yeah. this these comparisons yeah. that that don't really work. I mean, the big picture is that in a day what what all needs to happen and a week what needs to happen and a month and a year, right? And mm-hmm. we're like everybody's putting in what they can put in at that period of time. Mm-hmm. And the goal is that it all happens. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right? Like as mm-hmm. long as as long as it all happened in some way, shape, or form, then then that's what matters. Um, yeah, and I think I, I I like what you're pointing out as far as the the differences. So, like I think actually like when they say opposites attract, I think that is like I just see a lot of truth to that because in relationships that I've seen and even in my own marriage. <laughs> Like my husband is, is much more like introverted and quiet and, um, you know, like he, he likes doing more like individual things, whereas I'm a little bit more like on the outgoing side, a little bit more on the social side. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's go do X, <laughs> Y, or Z, you know, he's like, that's what if we didn't, but like that, that combination is good because, you know, like one of the things I always point, I always, I laugh about, I guess, is when we were first dating, uh, there's like one day where it was a Saturday and he was like, can we, um, can we sit down and eat lunch? And I was like, <laughs> sit and eat? What? You <laughs> mean like, you're standing up? Yeah, I'm like, let's go. All right. Next. And he was like, what if we like just sat and like mm-hmm. ate together? I was like, oh, that's probably a good thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, so like, like what he helped, he helps me to like mm-hmm. slow down and be present in the moment. Right. And so it's like, I need that, that like, mm-hmm. that's good for me to like be present and bring me back down and don't let me just like go run, 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 run. Um, and, but he doesn't make me feel bad about run, 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 run. He's like, you go run, get it out. Then come home. We'll sit and eat. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh my God. But then that's so good that you met somebody like that. Right. If I met somebody like myself, they'd drive me crazy. Like, (laughs) so we'd be running in different directions. Uh, (laughs) uh, So like, so I I like that. I I like pointing out that you don't have to be exactly the same. You should have differences. And, And those differences are as long as you can accept the other person's differences and mm-hmm. still value those differences. And I think that's, I think that's the big, the big thing that I've, I've had to learn is like, well, it, this isn't how I would do it. Is that okay though? Yeah. It still got the mm-hmm. job done. Mm-hmm. Right. So great. Like just because it's not my way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And probably yeah. there's some like validity to why that might even be better than my way. Don't tell and, him uh, I admitted that. <laughs> that is a secret. 
thing in talking to single people out there that are older, especially like, you know, you're not in your young 20s, you're older, later 20s, 30s, 40s. Like, that's hard, especially if you haven't been in that relationship. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I wake up in the morning, I have my own schedule, I do what I want. Like, I think one of our big things right now is planning. I have always planned my own life. Like, mm-hmm. I got this, I'm going to do this. And he's like, oh, hey, like, are are we going to ever talk about the plans? You know, <laughs> like, yeah. instead of me just make them for him all the time, you know, he's yeah. like, um, are you going to like, ask me if we we're going to do this? And I was like, oh, well. Mm. So that's <laughs> very important because he's communicating with you. And some people might not, but just resent it. And say, my gosh, she's just taking over instead of saying, because sometimes you might not be aware that you're doing that until somebody points it out to you. So communication is really very important. But Mm -hmm. in a way, when you're not angry with each other, but just like, you know, let's talk about this. And I think that's very important. Mm -hmm. And being receptive to that communication, I think is what you know just that and that's part part of just being mindful right is checking yourself on a constant basis of as i'm receiving information is this information that's intended to be hurtful or is it information that maybe i just didn't want to hear those are two very different things Mm -hmm. right um so like i think taking that minute to just say I mean, I have to do this all the time. (laughs) Like, what's the intention behind this? If it's not intended to be hurtful and harmful, because, you know, you have people that do that to you, right? And and in that case, you do need to defend yourself. I mean, don't just be a punching block for somebody that's not being healthy towards you. Um, So making that recognition, okay, well, this is not meant to be harmful towards me, even though my feelings are getting a little bit hurt. I need to check that and say, oh, they're just, their feelings are actually hurt and they're just communicating that to me. And you're like, why are you feeling hurt? Well, that's not nice. <laughs> like, again, that mindful practice of like, what's my intention in the moment? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, when, when I first started dating my husband, I had the same problem as you, Bobby, where like I had, my week was planned, right? Like I had, mm-hmm. you know, work, I had tennis, I had, you know, all these other things. And it was like, um, hmm. Do you want to play tennis with me? It's already on the schedule though. So maybe do you want to do dinner after tennis? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, where can I fit in here? <laughs> like, yeah. Hmm, well, how do we make this work? Uh, <laughs> and so I had to really like figure that out of making time for somebody. That was hard too, as is the time mm-hmm. commitment. Um, because otherwise you can't grow a relationship if you don't really carve the time out to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also, as, as you grow into a relationship, you find out that some of the things that you really were so passionate about, you, you know, you can relax a little bit. I mean, everything is so different. You're more mellow towards the end. And I, I always say that some of the things that we really worry and stress about like in the spectrum of life, it's like lint in the navel, you know, but that's, that happens when you're older, because when you're young, starting out a relationship, everything is just a big deal. Everything is a big thing. And it really isn't, you know, you can just uh, um, be a little bit more calm about it. And I, I know I've experienced that because uh, when I loved to party before I was 
married and I really enjoyed going out. I was very outgoing, as I still am. And my husband was more uh, a homebody. And that it mattered a lot to me that we didn't get to go out as much as I wanted to. But afterwards, it it's also nice to just not go out. I got used to it. It's not such a big deal that we, you know, don't do the, the things that other people are doing. Mm -hmm. So um, maturity comes after mm -hmm. after a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it comes to what you were saying before, Letitia, change, you know, like, mm -hmm. A, we're, we can't change someone, but then also sometimes change of our lifestyle is a little scary. Um, mm -hmm. In the beginning, you know, what you're used to is mm -hmm. no longer. Um, mm -hmm. And it's worth it, but yeah. it, it, it takes a little bit to, to accept that change and yeah. be able to. Circumstances and situations can change you because I was able to do a lot of things. And then afterwards, uh, we really couldn't afford. And then I have to kind of accept the fact that there are some things that I want to do that I know we can and still be happy doing just the simplest things that do, do not cost money, you know, and things mm -hmm. like that. And I think that's one of the things that the young people who are starting out, if they're young and starting out, if you're middle-aged and have money that's different, that you can do a lot of activities that don't really cost too much, just like a picnic, bring your, you know, lunches or things like that. Uh, it doesn't have to be because nowadays I don't even know how people date. I really can fathom the, the expenses that go with uh, with dating. So you can start being a little bit more, you know, innovative and be able to have fun without really spending so much money mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah. still enjoy it and entertain yourselves. Yeah. I think that speaks to some of the values as well with um like with dating i've had i've had people mention in the past like well i can't afford to date right now and that's always kind of struck me as like what do you mean afford uh i mean i've always <laughs> i've always been uh i like to say uh frugal and not cheap <laughs> because it's like i i just i can never justify spending a lot of money to go you know, do things that cost like tickets or, or restaurants or, you know, like I just, I've never had the money to be able to do that. Right. So that was just always my norm. So like if somebody, like if I was dating somebody in the past and it was all about, well, let's go do this, which costs money. Let's go do that, which costs money. Let's go do that, which costs money. For me, that was not my value. Cause my value is I want my, I want to save my money so that I can like build into the next steps of life. If, if I'm just, it just, it stresses me out to like, feel like I'm getting nickeled and dimed all the time. Um, and so like, so when I met my husband, like he invited me, he was like, let's go on a run. Like, why don't you bring your dog? Cause he, re and he remembered her name. Right. And I was like, <laughs> he wants to go on a run, which is free. I love that. There's beautiful trails, trails where we live. Um, you know, and we would go on picnics and bike rides. We'd go out to the beach. I mean, we rarely spent money when we were hanging out. We typically would go to one of each other's houses and like cook dinner when we would have dinner together. Mm -hmm. um, now we did eat out in restaurants, like typically about once a week back then we don't anymore. We've got two kids, so <laughs> no, um, <laughs> but, um, but it, it's like, it didn't, 
it wasn't stressful. Like I wasn't feeling monetarily stressed in order to spend time mm-hmm. with him. Uh, and people in the, before him, it just, I, I felt stressed because of the money part for me, which is the value. Like, I, I just want to save, I want to prepare, I want to, I want to be able to retire one day, um, you know? So I do, I do like that, that point of like, um, finances are a value, you know, they yeah. really are. That's a big ticket item. Uh, yeah. And if you're not on the same page and one person is feeling really stressed about um, finances and the other one's like, well, it's fine, you know, mm-hmm. um, that can lead to really big problems, mm-hmm. um, especially as as the household gets more and more expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So and I mean, other people, maybe they can afford, you know, to do a whole bunch of stuff. But um, it's just in our society, I think I, I don't have any stats on this, but I've heard that one of the number one reasons for divorce is uh, financial uh, strain. So, mm-hmm. um, so you know, just kind of as you're dating, making sure you're on the same page with finances and just values of finances, I think are important. Um, at least for me, they were. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, uh, great grandma, what are other, uh, let's just say like, what are other like red flags that you've noticed when you've seen some people in new relationships and you know, like you see two people together and you're just kind of like, oh, <laughs> um, right like what makes you feel that like uh-oh I don't know about this one like what are different things that you've noticed I think you have to be perceptive enough to know if a person is honest and I think honesty is very important yeah because if uh somebody likes to you about little things they'll lie to you about big things for sure so a person's honesty is very important mm-hmm yeah, I, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you know, I, you feel like when you first meet someone, you're, you're supposed to be on your, like, best, best behavior, you know, mm-hmm. like, you're supposed to, mm-hmm. you know, in a way, you want to show them the best of you, and if at that point, you know, there's some dishonesty going on, mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be the best of them, with mm-hmm. no problems and stuff, like, ah, it's a little nerve wracking of what would be a relationship would be like. Yeah. Down the road. Yeah, for sure. Of, so of course, honesty goes both ways too. Like if you have a, got a dress and then you ask the person, how do I look in this? And if they really are honest, yeah, that looks awful on you or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That's being honest. But then you might resent that. Gosh. He shouldn't have to be that, you know. So you really were not looking for honesty, you know. Right. You were looking for something else. So uh, I don't know. That's kind of difficult when that happens when people say, say things like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I really like this," when they really don't. Might as well say, "Hmm, I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> but that, like, why? Like, why would that be? I guess I've always. I mean, I've had that. I've had that exact thing happen where I'm like, I think I'm like, oh yeah, this is it, you know. <laughs> and when somebody points out, like, well, yeah. I mean, it's like how you say it, right? Yes. Um, yes. What yeah. if you know? If those <laughs> like what my husband will normally do, you know those other shoes. I. What if you wore the um. That the other one that went really well with those shoes would be more comfortable, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you don't like it. He's like, well, <laughs> no. But I was trying to say it in a nice way. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's yes. That my, is a good uh, my, way. 
my boyfriend is very honest and sometimes and um my boyfriend English is not his first language so there is a little bit of a struggle communication not communication between us but what Jess was saying like how you could say it so sometimes he's brutally honest and I'm like oh what? can we learn to sugarcoat just a yes. little bit like yeah but I mean, I can't imagine trying to speak another language and all that. So like, there's a lot of room for leeway there. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, Oh, that was a little rough. <laughs> I, I know it was honest. <laughs> I know you're trying to say it nice to me. But, but let's work on the wording a little bit. <laughs> but I think that acceptance of of that statement, you knew he wasn't saying it to be mean. Right? Yes. No. Yeah. And so and there's that well, respect. Being honest. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's where it's like, it like it does need to be that two-way street yeah. if you want somebody to be honest with you mm-hmm. then you need to also accept that they are being honest even if they say something you don't want to hear and yeah. then actually after they say that you look and said you know what I think it's right I think right. it really doesn't so right. then you accept that right honestly. yeah but I yeah. mean honesty in other uh, th- that's really very uh, not that important in that case what I'm mm-hmm. thinking is the real being honest about things like, oh, you know what? I really make this big amount of money when they don't even have a job or something like that. So just the people who really lie out and there are quite a few who do that. I think it's good to come clean in, uh, you know, they don't inflate their uh, finances or whatever, but just to be, you know, to be honest about it. That's very important. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah. And you had mentioned before, respect. That is very, very important. Yeah. Respecting yourself, respecting others. That's really, really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think if you respect yourself and you do truly, like you really do, it's easier to be able to then let somebody else in. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because otherwise it's, it's like almost like you get into this like defense mode all the time because mm-hmm. you don't quite accept yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you don't accept yourself, then you're not really going to be able to accept somebody else. So yeah. there's that, um, that kind of dichotomy that needs to just have that conversation yeah. of like, why am I having a, such a struggle with this or, you know, whatever, um, whatever conversation might be going on or that repeated mm-hmm. conversation that might be going on. Um, very cool. Um, well, mm-hmm. I was going to say, speaking on to that, you know, my boyfriend and we just had a conversation and when you're single, sometimes you don't have people calling you out, um, on things, you know, you, it's just you. So you have mm-hmm. no one, especially where mm-hmm. I am, like where I work, you know, I don't really have another therapist I work with. I I'm over two PTAs. I'm over attack. Like it's just me kind of managing, running the whole place. I have no one, no one critiquing me. Mm-hmm. I thought I, I do, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was doing a good yeah. job of like, yeah. right. And so we talked the other day and I was like talking to him about that. And I was like, oh, my mom, this, or my dad, this, my brother, this. And, da-da-da. and he looked at me, he goes, whenever you going to like, why is it always them? Why isn't it you? Wow. And it's, and it was like, oh. And like, talk about like your heart, just mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like I worked so hard for all this. How are you? And I like, I didn't obviously say that in my head. Like I have mm-hmm. a thousand things running and I was like, oh, he's kind of right. You know, like 
I'm always critiquing everyone else and expecting everyone else, but I'm not holding myself at times up to those standards. And mm-hmm. like, but I've never really had anyone, you know, mm-hmm. do that. You know, your parents try sometimes, but sometimes that's not the same as it's not yeah. the same as a boyfriend. It's not the same as mm-hmm. a friend kind of calling mm-hmm. you out on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was I think, you know, I, I, I like him. I yeah. like him already. <laughs> because that is that is so so neat that he pointed that out to you. Others might have just would think it in their heads. My gosh, she's always complaining about others and but not say it outright to have the courage and really that's the honesty to to tell you that mm-hmm. and and you admit that he had a good point. That I think that is really good. Mm-hmm. From a different, um, you know, I'm, I think I'm lucky he comes from a different culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is from Mexico. So mm-hmm. um, family is different than mm-hmm. how it is, you know, in this area where I am or a lot of my mm-hmm. friends are. So mm-hmm. he's just giving me a different perspective mm-hmm. on life and relationships mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. things should be. And um, in a way, don't be so spoiled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know. Well, that's awesome. I think um, those are for me what I've seen as far as like signs of of creating that foundation uh, and and really like going more from just dating into like actually building a relationship. Right. So dating like you're going to do stuff together, you're hanging Mm -hmm. out. It's fun. But the signs of actually a relationship building from what I've seen are things like that, where you're creating the foundational framework. Mm -hmm. We're like, is this something that could continue to grow, mm-hmm. right? And, and so yeah. that is like, to me, that's a framework mm-hmm. moment, right? Um, so I don't know if, if you feel the same, great grandma. Um, and like other things that are like that, to me, seems like what grows uh, anything, you know? It's just that scaffolding starts. Oh, to yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I think that we have had a, like, I think I, I've, I've learned a, a good bit about, uh, you know, just, just those newer relationships, but then what's a, what are signs to look for? And, and, and how do you just kind of wrap your head around this? It's that it, it can't just be dating and fun, but do you mm-hmm. actually want to build a relationship? And that's, I think, a different there's a difference there that I think is important to communicate with a potential partner. Um, so, but there's something that we probably should have covered, and that is a good sense of humor because that will save you through yeah. a lot of, you know, crisis. And you have to not to take yourself too seriously, as we often do. Mm-hmm. And a good sense of humor helps in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I might, I didn't say this, having uh, faith, to me, that's very important. Mm-hmm. The value of faith in a relationship is mm-hmm. super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just having those, those common denominators of, you know, mm-hmm. for you, whatever those core mm-hmm. values are, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I think taking the time to recognize what you do value, I think, Bobby, is what you're kind of pointing out earlier like, mm-hmm. wait, what, like, I might, you know, I might have in my head, I'm going to date this person that's so high, tall, or right. you know, has such and such of a job, or, mm-hmm. you know, all these, like, more external things, 
but don't necessarily talk about like the actual like value of of what you mm. deep down like you do value it you just maybe haven't like put a a, a topic onto it right mm-hmm. um and those are things that I guess I hadn't really thought a ton about until like I kind of was forced to and then all of a sudden if something somebody was like doing something that kind of bumped against that like in a way that I was like oh this is like not okay why is it not okay then I started realizing oh because I really value being frugal and saving money right like Mm -hmm. whatever that might be um that's a huge value and um and so it's like that that's kind of like a that's a no-fly zone like if we can't be on the same page with that that's just like that's not gonna work uh and I think recognizing those early is gonna help you really put your energy into somebody that's gonna foster those you know Um, yeah yeah and I think on to that Joss is giving someone, um, I think what I can say is it took me a while to give them a chance is giving someone a chance that may not meet these external, external things, you know, external expectations, because it could be better than anything you could have imagined. Oh, true. For sure. Absolutely. I, uh, I don't think there's a, uh, yeah, like, it's like those superficial, that's the word I was looking for, yeah, like those superficial yeah, yeah. Like you think mm, that's yes. what you want, but then when you receive those like deep, like relationship, like conversations and feelings and stuff, you realize those superficial, honestly, you could care less about. Um, yeah. And you almost get to a point where you don't want that. Like you yeah. like what you have so much that you couldn't even imagine having what your expectation was. Right. Right. Which oftentimes the society telling us what we should want I guess you know mm-hmm. so yeah. there's just like this picture in the magazine or on social media or whatever it might be of this is how it looks you know looks externally you know yep. um and a when you find something not that happy like that. right yeah it's like <laughs> yeah but what if it didn't look like that what if it was like just you know you were fulfilled <laughs> yeah even in my case I always I I loved Massman and uh I noticed now. I said, "Oh my gosh! I mean, he was really better than what I than I ever thought." Because I, like, I would be upset of him about something, and then I'm thinking, "Gosh, you really just did a lot of nice things." You, you know, I just I, I wish I would have showed him more. I wish I would have. And of course, my friend said, "You did," you know. But I just, <laughs> in my mind, I could have been a better wife. I could have done this and that. But because he. After um, when when I lost him, he prepared me for his death so I could move forward. And so I have to thank him for that. But he, you know, I don't want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, after, two, after 62 years of marriage, I really miss him. And even though we were so different and some of the things like, oh, my gosh, you know, <laughs> now I'm thinking really good good qualities that I didn't appreciate but I'm appreciating them now but I th- I hope that I showed him that I appreciated him too when, mm. you know when he was alive surely yeah. I look at my kids and my family and I feel like yep he was really a good man <laughs> so I'm <laughs> glad that I had him mm-hmm. absolutely yeah and I'm sure you did I think we we're, we're always our own worst critics that's true uh, mm-hmm. right and so it's yeah. 
you can easily point out things that very easily point out the things that you've done wrong or not to the level that you would maybe have expected or mm -hmm. wanted. Um, but there's a, um, I think from out outsiders perspectives, oftentimes we'll see uh, more good than, than mm -hmm. sometimes we see in ourselves. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we are going to continue on next week. We're going to be talking with a couple about um, marriages that have lasted for a long duration and, and how they did it. So that's going to be our, our next week's episode. So stay tuned for that and make sure to follow us on social media. So we are on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and uh, we have our, our podcast airs on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. So uh, make sure to subscribe to those so that way you get the newest episode that comes out. And if you have any interest in joining our monthly membership that is live, you just go to twogals.com. We'll have all the links in the episode description. And we have extra content that is released each um, each week into a closed portal. And we have a, um, a, a just more just more information that follows along the podcast to help further grow in the journey of living a, an active and well lifestyle. So, and then we also go live, uh, Dr. Bobby and I go live in that with that closed group. So that way we can do some Q and A and have a little bit more time with, with our members. So, all right, everybody. Well, we appreciate you all. Thank you. Thank you, Greg, thanks, for coming on. Thanks we'll for having me. Thank yeah, you, Leticia. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks.